Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Beyond Terrestrial Podcast, your home for the strange, the macabre, the conspiratorial, and the all-around supernatural conversations. Recording from the Bell Witch's backyard, I'm your host, Lee Errett, alongside Mike Roop. Hey, everybody. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite forest animal, the big brother to all cryptids, and personally, one of my best friends, Bigfoot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or more appropriately, That's better. That's better. Sasquatch and a bunch of his little buddies. So we here at Beyond Terrestrial are firm believers in the existence of Sasquatch, and we want you to believe too. So, uh, uh, Lee, how how are we going to convince the non-believers? Well, I think first of all we have to look at how um, how many different sightings there actually are. It's hard to discount the fact that so many different. Um, People have seen Sasquatch, but not just Sasquatch, all of the other ape-like or human-like hominid apes um, out there. So there are people in, in the Philippines that have seen um, the Orang Pendek. Mm-hmm. There are, there's the Yeti. There's so many different examples of a, a Bigfoot-like creature mm-hmm. throughout the world. Yeah. It's hard to discount the fact that there could be the potential for um, for a large humanoid primate. Right. Primates, I think, they're such a big um, – uh, is the term species or is the term – or um, I think it's classi- genus. Genus classification. Something I, like that, really yeah. I'm not really sure. But um, there's so many different types of primates – so it's really not that hard to believe that there's primates outside of the stereotypical, like, chimpanzee territory. You know what I mean? Well, it wasn't until, like, the mid-1900s that they found the silverback gorillas. Right. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that type of stuff all throughout the world. Mm-hmm. So. so we're going to discuss a little bit about what we've seen in our um, numerous reviews of different videos, different reading different books. Um Ultimately, it's up to the listener and the individual person to, to decide whether or not they feel um, Sasquatch or something similar exists or not. 
Um, we're hoping that at the end of this conversation, if you're not a believer, you will be. Um, but we also understand that you have the right to be wrong. Yeah, I mean, you can discount anything if you want to. <laughs> you know, you can find a reason that something doesn't make sense. And we were talking before we um, before we started recording. We were watching some of the videos, and it's kind of like even you know, a couple guys that I like believe in yeah. the possibilities. Sasquatch. We're like, I don't know, man. Like some of these videos yeah. are kind of. We're watching videos, and we're like, wow, that is way that too nonchalant, or that was definitely an elk lying down. Yeah. Um, I believe that um, one of these casts that they created, we could recreate by using Mike's dog and having him lie down, and then we just blow up the cast. Yeah, that's Sammy, by the way. Sammy's his name. He's well, I, a good dog. He is a good dog. He protects the house. He's really super vicious. <clears throat> no, he's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously we got to bring up the patterson gimlin film oh yeah the that's, most famous that's the of thing all that, big, you, know, you know yeah everybody knows about the patterson gimlin film mm-hmm. so mike what are your thoughts you, on patterson gimlin film if you don't real quick it's the most famous bigfoot video you have in your mind right now it's that one just in case you're not sure exactly which one it is it's the one in northern california back in the 60s the late 60s that was recorded by um a guy named patterson and a guy named gimlin and uh I, their first names escape me right now, but um, Robert Patterson and something Gimlin. <laughs> is it, was it, one of them was Robert and one of them was Roger. I think it was Roger. Oh, I don't Roger know. Patterson. Yeah, let's look. That I'm gonna up. find out. Yeah, let's look that up, just to be official and all. But um, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I don't discount it. You know, because I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Most of most of these, most of these, I don't know what to believe. I, t- I look at. I try and look at them as skeptical as possible. Um, but I think overall, I think it could be it could be legitimate for sure. So it's Roger Patterson or and Robert Bob Gimlin. Oh, Bob, <laughs> Bob, hell of a guy, hell of a guy. Um, yeah, so. Apparently, you know, um, Bob was asked later in life, towards the end of his life, about what he thought. Because he claims when he was there, you know, they saw it. They both obviously claim that they saw it. But, uh, you know, and for uh, Robert Gimlin, his whole life, um, he he swore that what, what they recorded was real. And... Um, but towards the end of his life, somebody asked him, and he thought, maybe, you know, maybe uh, old Patty, you know, pulled the wool over his eyes. He doesn't know. You know, he's like, it's possible. Maybe they had some sort of, you know, costume. But at the time, I mean, that would have been an extremely, extremely well-made costume. Almost impossible. It would be like Hollywood movie status. Yeah, it would it have like been a, one a guy very high quality. And as Mike said, there was supposedly one guy at the time that was capable of making a costume that's that good right and honestly that guy made the costumes for um planet of the apes if i remember correctly yeah that's correct so and uh yeah he he came out he's like i had nothing to do with it there's no way and i and i think 
I don't remember the exact quote that that he had said, but he said something that if it was faked, that that was a very well made um, costume. So props to whoever made it if somebody did. But I don't I don't think so. I think I think it could be legitimate personally. And, and you know, as we say, you know, there's one guy at the time that could have made that. Obviously, um, that discounts human ingenuity. So we have to think that. Oh, it's possible. There's been other people to make really awesome costumes. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure they could have. But there's one person that we know of right now that would have been capable of making it, and he says that he didn't. Right. Um, so when I look at the video, I do see some question in my eyes about how nonchalant the the character moving through the woods happens to be. Um, if I were Bigfoot and I was elusive as as we believe that he must be, I, I do wonder about these videos that show, um, Sasquatch just walking away, just kind of cruising around, just know. kind of calmly walking through. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the case with, um, the Paul Freeman video as well. Y- exactly. He, and it was the same basic thing. Yeah. He's this, this Bigfoot is just calmly walking away from mm-hmm. the camera Um, looks over, sees you, and then tries to walk away farther. There is no effort to move uh, at a higher rate of speed. Mm -hmm. Um, There is no effort to move quickly. Now, is that as fast as Bigfoot can move? Have they evolved that way? I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, There's been lots of stories and people that have said that they thought they heard them running and things like that or moving mm -hmm. very quickly, that they've seen people, you know, you know, Sasquatch moving extremely fast. So, well, and if they are even, you know, remotely designed like a human being or a chimpanzee or a, a gorilla, they have the capability of moving quickly. Yeah, they move their legs uh, faster. Exactly. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> Prophetic words from Mike over here <laughs> they move their legs faster. <laughs> what i do perfect you got your cape on yet i found it perfect (laughs) i found it but um but yeah but i think to to that i would say i think that maybe um sasquatch is possibly just a little bit more docile of a creature he doesn't have to be angry you know what i mean he doesn't have to be it's like Think about an elk or something. You know what I mean? Even most bears, unless they feel threatened, they're just kind of cruising out there in the forest doing their own thing. You know? In the times that in the times that there have been supposed uh, Bigfoot attacks is when they had probably felt threatened. So Well, that's fair. My only thought process is they are so hard for us to find. They're so hard for us to find proof of. I mean, even in one of these videos, and granted, it was the same one that we were like, I'm pretty sure that's an elk lying down. Yeah. Um, The experts are saying that he is going, or that the creature is going to lengths to avoid having, not just being seen, but being, leaving traces of their, their existence. Mm -hmm. Like they want to be left alone. Exactly. Like they want to be left alone. So. My question to that is, why would they be no nonch- so nonchalant? Now, I can see it in the Rod- or in the Patterson-Gimlin film. I honestly, I can see that 
because it, well, we had just gotten to a point where, um, I mean, this is a very early video, like handheld video right. camera. Um, if they are smart, they they start to recognize that they have or that human beings have ways to now record evidence of them. Mm. And now they're like, oh, now we I have to hide. And I think we get we're not doing him enough credit to say he probably knows when he's threatened and when he's not. Well, absolutely. You know, if, if it's a couple guys holding a video camera that are there and kind of like we come in peace, you mm-hmm. know, he's not, you know, or I guess that was supposed to be a female mm-hmm. in the Patterson Gimlin uh, film. But. You know, it's like if you see a bunch like hunters and they got guns on them and stuff, you know, they've probably been shot at before, you know, and whatnot. Um, hundreds of times, God knows how many times, you know. Well, absolutely. You have people that claim they shot All those crazy hunters. Him. All those yeah. crazy hunters. I saw Bigfoot. I saw him. I was out there in the woods. I shot at him. I didn't even knock him. him down. Didn't knock him down. He just kept on running, you know. I mean, how many hundreds of stories are like, like that out there in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to be hundreds. Well, yeah, Um, if, but I also look at it as, well, yeah, they're not seeing, they're not feeling threatened, but they were during the Patterson Gimlin one. Yeah. They were just two people and they were holding up a weird box that didn't look like a gun. Right. So they probably just didn't seem threatening. They didn't seem threatening. So obviously same with the, same with uh, Paul Freeman, just an old guy walking by himself in the woods with a video camera, you know? Well, yeah, but I like to give them the thought process of they they have to have to be as elusive as they are. They have to know yeah. what they're what they're looking at. They they have to they're take, not stupid. They have to take steps to avoid being detected. Yeah. Um. So I like I think that they know what a video camera is. I think they know what a gun is. Yeah. They obviously probably don't know the name of it. Right. But they know what a video camera is, and I believe that they take steps to avoid being photographed or at least videotaped right well or well yeah i mean that's that's totally possible or they at least know that you know in the cases where it has happened and and somebody has caught footage of them if they were aware of it in these cases where they look over and stuff like that Mm -hmm. they must have some sort of um you know uh thought that that thing's not gonna hurt me well yeah yeah. And and I and I absolutely believe that they they can recognize the difference between a gun and another item, mm-hmm. um, but that's the thing with Sasquatch. They seem to know what the difference is, and and yep. for as many reports as you have of you know Sasquatch being a very docile creature, I personally think that they are very docile. Um, but I also think that they're very aware, very careful about what humans are doing in the woods around them. Yeah. Um, they know before you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it leads me to wonder if they are either intentionally being seen because they, they've they already assessed the situation. They know yeah. they're not going to get hurt. Yeah. And they're capable of scaring you off. Right. Or they feel they're capable of mm-hmm. scaring you off. They feel bigger in the in the mm-hmm. alpha. You know, they, they feel like there. the alpha, alpha. Yeah. Or they're aware of... Um, the danger of the situation and they just don't be seen. Right. Um, I was listening to another podcast, Expanded Perspectives podcast. I Mm -hmm. I have to drop it because I was listening to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're a great podcast. They had an author on there, David Politas. 
Um, he's the author of a, a book called Missing 411. This book actually chronicles um, hundreds of missing persons cases found um, these missing persons cases in um, in national forests and other things like that. Mm -hmm. Some of them are children. Some of them are grown ad adult males. These people go into the forest and they just disappear. Um, when they are found, they're typically stripped of their clothing. They can be they can be up sheer cliffs farther than what would have been expected of them to be or to be traveling. And this is specifically in uh, it's, uh, it's it's not just parks, national forests, but forest. the, it, but it really clued him in when he was talking to people at national forests and asking and asking about more information about missing people that went missing in the forest. And he mm. found out that they don't track these things. There there doesn't seem to be anybody actually paying attention to the people that go missing in national parks. Huh. That's just strange. That is weird. Um, that's almost like somebody doesn't want us to know about how many people go missing in national parks. Right, that's really strange. Just a thought process there. And then, well, I mean, we can go the conspiracy route with this too, and, like, they're all being stripped of their clothes. Absolutely. Nobody wants to know that they're going missing. Mm-hmm. You know, I could go pretty dark with this, but... It, that <laughs> I, shit, I know you could go dark with this. It, it happens, man. It mm -hmm. happens. You know what I mean? Um, there's that... Well, we won't get into that. We'll save that for another episode, but... Um, so, I mean, there's that possibility, too, that there's just some some strange things afoot out there in the woods. So he's found but. stories of – not to cut you off. I no, no, go ahead. I was, I was done. So he's found stories of um, children that have gone missing, two-year-old children that were gone for maybe 14 hours. And they were found in their underwear 15 miles away. Wow. Now, I have one daughter. Mike's got four daughters. And all of them were two at one time. In fact, Mike's got one pretty close to that, not to give yeah, too much she's, away. Uh, yeah, she's three. Uh, she's almost four. She'll be four uh, She will this be month. four this month. Um, and I know that my two-year-old, when she was two, was not capable of traveling 15 miles. Not even close. In a day at all. Ever, probably. Um, like, if, yeah. If, 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 like, Unless you, if were you had a two-year-old little kid out in the woods, mm -hmm. they're not... They're, they're going to they get gonna distracted. Do? They're going to wander they're go somewhere. Miles. They're not going <laughs> to travel no in a straight line 15 yeah. miles away over fences. Yeah. And they're darn sure not going to do it in in a span of 14 hours. Yeah, no way. Um, so this child was found 15 miles away. There's another story of a child that was missing overnight and found, um, and it was a cold night, found laying in a patch of grass and there was evidence of some large mammal laying next to him. Now, in many mm. cases of these missing children, there's there's reports of them being carried off by a bear. Mm -hmm. Now, they'd say things like, people would say things like, oh, the bear carried this child off um, in one of its paws and ran on three paws. Mm. I've never seen a bear carry. They usually pick them up with their mouth. Yeah, exactly. That's where I went with that too. They yeah. would they would pick it up with their mouth if they were going to pick it up. Yeah. So my thought process is what I have seen carry something very similar to that, a a gorilla. Right. Now, granted, typically we imagine um, Sasquatch walking upright just like a modern human does. Mm -hmm. um, but we have to remember they still are primates. Yeah. 
Well, they so, still have very long arms and kind of hunch. And, and they, you know. they still have very long arms. They kind of hunch. Is it not be- more believable that something similar body style to a gorilla ran down the woods? Also, right. that allows um, for it to be more easily misunderstood or mis... What, what, what I'm, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, miscited mm-hmm. as a bear. If this right. thing is walking on all fours, or typically, if you don't know exactly what it is, and be like, yeah. it, was, it was a big furry creature out there that had, I guess, four or four legs because you know his arms are very long, mm-hmm. and he know. had his arms on the ground at the time. Yeah, that, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you think of um, these adult males; they're typically carrying guns. They're bigger. They're more threatening than a child is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, territorial beef there going on. There, there's maybe. a territorial beef or something of that nature. And then you have the um, the factor that these adult males are stripped of their clothing, but they're found dead typically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's women that go dis- or that are disappeared, also stripped of their clothes mm-hmm. and found. Uh, these These people are found up cliffs, miles away from where they should be. They're found farther up the mountain. Yeah. Now, yeah, that's what's strange about like the hunters. You know, we were talking about um, earlier the 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 hunters and stuff that go missing and whatnot. Who have, mm-hmm. I guess, claimed to have been either beat up by Bigfoot or whatever. It's seen it, you know, or killed by Bigfoot, mm-hmm. attacked by Bigfoot, and they're found in really strange locations and stuff. Like now, I have friends and stuff who are hunters and st- in, in whatnot. And it's possible you can get lost out there. Yeah, I'm not discounting getting lost. Right, but like as you had said, it's like you don't you don't go up a mountain. You know what I mean? If you're lost, you might go to the top of a hill to see if you if you can see something to find something, the next ridge or something or like that. Or to find that. the next ridge, but you're not going to climb up towards the top of a mountain. You're not going to climb up a sheer cliff to no. do that. You're going to look for water. Right. Anybody that has any sort of even very little training knows that if you follow water, you'll eventually find, right. Find people. Right. Um, so that's your, you look for a road, you look for water, you don't look for the top of a mountain. But when you get straight and knocked out in the back of the head by squatch and he picks your ass up and takes you up a mountain, then exactly. It's stuck up there. So exactly. Yeah. Then you die of exposure. Right. It's just a thought. And at the same time, you can say that these people were abducted by aliens just as easily. Yeah. Um, So it's just these people are disappearing and appearing strange places when their bodies are found. Um, If you're talking about an adult male, I personally believe that that is very easy for uh, Sasquatch to feel threatened by an adult male. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially if they're carrying a gun. Mm -hmm. Now. I I have a thought that maybe he is maybe Sasquatch is very aware of us to yeah. the point where anytime we're out there they have some sort of knowledge of us being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well they're very in tune with their surroundings. That's where they live. That's their house. Exactly. You know. Exactly. It's, you know, it's like us going into a brand new house. The person who lives there knows the way around a lot better than we do. Exactly. So, um but yeah, so we wanted to get a little bit into some other, um, some other like hominoid cryptids, kind mm-hmm. of you know. Yep. And 
one that was really super interesting. Um, well, and one first, I want to make the distinguish the the, the distinction between uh, Yeti, okay, and Sasquatch. Yeti is 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 specific, you know. That's, yes, absolutely. Um, otherwise, also known as the Abominable Snowman. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, Yeti lives in the Tibetan mountain range. Um, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up specifically, real quick. Well, I believe the Himalayas is part of that mountain range that he's in. Um, right. Specifically, yeah. I don't know uh, exactly the name of the range. Well, it's the Himalayas. Yes. Yeah, it's the Himalayas. That's where that's where the where he's supposed to. I mean, I think mm-hmm. he's been sighted in some other ranges, but it's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all around that area. Yeah. You know, it's even been part of that culture. Mm-hmm. You know, so Mike, do you think that there that the Yeti is the same as a Sasquatch, or do you think that they're? You said that they're different, but how so are they different? I would say they are different in the uh, aspect of the difference between an orangutan and a chimpanzee. Okay. Um, so that's a pretty solid difference then. Yeah. I mean, maybe not that big, but you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's, it's, they're both primates, but they're a little bit different from mm-hmm. each other, you know? So the obvious. So you don't think that they're just like, like two different, I hate to say it this way, but two different canines that happen to be different colors and yeah. slightly different variations? Or do you think that they're more like. Would be um, like a different, it'd be like a different breed of a dog. You know, okay. if you're going to look at it from that way. So, okay. I, I, yeah. I'm i with you. That's the way I think about it, and I think that is generally accepted. Um, that That's kind of how I look at it, too. But, yeah, it's it, specifically the Yeti is in the folklore of Nepal. Uh, yeah, Nepal, Bhutan, and Tibet uh, in the Himalayas, in the Himalayan mountains. That's um, indigenous to that region, you might say, and it's part of their, their culture. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so obvious physical differences. Um, I don't think he is quite as tall. I think the biggest thing is they tend to be lighter in color. They're not always white as the... No, no, like perfectly white, yeah. but they're light in the, color. They, they gray, tend to be gray. light in color, and that could honestly just be an adaptation to their environment. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's not necessarily that that makes them a completely different creature. Yeah, exactly. But one thing that's super interesting about the Yeti is that it seems like there is a lot more evidence that people have come forth with. Like, there's a lot of evidence for the Yeti. There's a lot of hair that's been found. There's a lot of prints. There's a lot of things. I don't know why. Well, and there's, there's a Tibetan Maybe they just monastery, it. or there's a monastery that has a has a skull of a Yeti. Right. Um, now. It, maybe that's because it's such a part of their culture. And, and, and I want to believe that that's what it is. It's more of a spiritual animal to them. Right. It's more as how the Native Americans view the Sasquatch here in the U.S., yeah. as more of a spiritual being mm. um, than an actual physical being. Right. Now, it's still it's still a physical being to them right. nonetheless, but it's more of part of the land. Right, right. It's just kind of a... It's, it really is... It's the, exact, it's the exact same thing, really, as Bigfoot. Just over there, um, it's a slightly different creature. It, it looks a little bit different. It's a little bit thicker. 
It's lighter in color. I think its arms are a little bit longer. It looks much more primate to me, honestly. Yeah, from what I've seen of their, like yeah. It looks much more just like a gigantic, you know, ape. Yeah. So. Um, well, and in that area, you could think that um, that's very reasonable. I mean. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. It, it does make sense for there to be a large primate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. But even taking that into consideration, if one lives there. Mm-hmm. Who's not to say that its cousin doesn't live lives out here, you know, in other parts mm-hmm. of the area that isn't completely filled with snow, but mm-hmm. rather just thick forest. And that would explain it's camouflage, a more dark, you know, a dark and color, brownish yeah. looking fur. Mm-hmm. It's camouflage. They're just blending in with their environment, you know. Exactly. It's just over however many hundreds like of thousands of years or whatever. What if they're like chameleons they and like when chameleons. there is snow, maybe they, there is only one. And he's just constantly kind of like using portals. Well, I mean, I, I discussed that in the very first episode. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty convinced that he's an extra dimensional being. Yeah. But I have, I don't want to get into that yet because but I think that's, that's the a ultimate too, truth. That's th- the ultimate that, truth. Yeah. He's an extra dimensional being traveling back and forth between different dimensions. Right. Right. He's just kind of popping in be like, hey, I'm going to go over to, uh, I'm going to go over to, uh, you know, uh, Mount Everest and. Hang yeah. out on top of the mountain for a while and probably should put watch on my all white the, fur coat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna wear white. Wearing white, I'm going to <laughs> scare some mountain, you know, climbers. And uh, he's like, ah, a little cold here. I go back to Washington. You know, it's nice and nice and rainy there. Uh, well, you know, it's it's a little. It, the weather isn't quite as harsh. You can just go scare some hunters. You know. Yeah, why not? And. Um, then go down to Florida. It's super humid down there. He, so he just starts sweating. And then oh, you yeah, get. Oh, yeah, that's why he smells so bad. That's why he smells that's so bad. That's why the skunk that's ape where, That's where you get the Florida skunk ape. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us some about Great the. Great uh, segue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Thanks. the Florida skunk ape is. Um, the, uh, you may have seen the picture. Uh, it is floated around the internet. It's been posted on just about every video that includes proof of so-called proof of quote-unquote Bigfoot Um, and it is the picture that we saw looks very similar to a a hair like a dark colored orangutan Um, like if you took an orangutan and dyed his um, fur black yeah. That would look very similar to what this character Pretty similar. Is. Yeah, I mean, it's got that same kind of wide face and everything yeah. to it. Um, just look up... Just look up famous... Just Google famous Florida skunk ape. Look under the images. You'll find it there. Absolutely. Like it's um, hidden behind those... Whatever those... Palm leaves, it yeah, looks like? Yeah, whatever the hell those things are. The bush looks like it's somewhere around four and a half feet tall... Um, in the description of the skunk ape, it said that there's it's like six to it's seven like feet six tall, to seven feet tall, kneeling down, kneeling down. Yeah. I don't see that it's kneeling down in this picture. It looks more it looks like it's got hunched. shorter legs and it's hunched over. Yeah. Um, it does look like it has much longer arms, much like an orangutan or a chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks, its body looks much thicker than that though. It looks like well, thick, if, if like it was a, a chimp, if it was an mm. orangutan, just dye like it would have to be a darker colored orangutan, and I don't know if those exist. I don't know. Yeah, it's um, hard I, to say. I do think that orangutans are thicker. Um, but that being said, if but he, he's like he's like thick, dude. Yeah, like, he's he is thick. He 
think of like gorilla kind of right just not quite that wide in the shoulders Mm -hmm. and uh but taller yes and a little bit more of a like we you know it it's you know a lot of people use it for bigfoot but he does look much more ape-like ape-like or Mm -hmm. monkey-like in the face for sure so in this like in this thought process, the they the reason they call him the skunk ape is because he just stinks. Mm-hmm. And it's not this isn't the only sighting. This is just the only really solid picture. And in it's fact, it's picture. actually one of the best pictures of a um, cryptid primate that yeah. I've ever really seen. Absolutely, it's a it great. is a very solid picture. Yeah. Um, but it also leaves some questions of what it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it really It's gets, almost too good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Like, honestly, it does look like if, if you got like a hefty orangutan and dyed his hair black, you'd basically yeah. have this. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. But that being said, I mean, it's a great, uh, it's supposed to live mostly in swamps. Mm-hmm. And the skunk ape is, hunts in a similar area to all of the alligators and stuff. Hmm. And, and this, this animal would likely, in my opinion, and once again, this is an opinion. And as we've established, we're not scientists. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it would explain why it looks a little bit more ape like mm-hmm. because living in the swamps and hiding out in swamps, that's, it's a great way to not be seen by very many people. I mean, there's only, you know, a few people that go down into those swamps regularly anyway, and Mm -hmm. typically they're hunting alligators. So they're looking at the water. Um, This could be hanging up all around the trees. This could be hanging out in the trees. It stinks like crazy down there anyway. So it's not like, and and that's what I think. I think that it hangs out in the trees because it's, it's not a huge animal. It's got them big long I mean, arms. You know, it's a big animal, but it's not so big that it's no, it's not, not going to look like, like lunch it's not to like a gator. Sasquatch. Big. Yeah, it's not like this eight thing, feet tall. This thing looks like it could be taken down by a gator, which to me means that it has an ad- adaptation to avoid where it can stay in the alligators. Trees. Yeah. Where it can stay in the trees, typically. Yeah. There's been many sightings, most yeah. of them by people out in the swamps. Yeah. This one is the first one that I've heard of where they're relatively close to civilization. Mm-hmm. They seem a little bit more elusive and um, less out there and seen by people. Um, and I personally think it's because, you know, most people don't go, you know, hunting around in the swamps. They just don't. Unless they're hunting for alligators. I wouldn't want to. They're not in the swamp. It'd be a terrible area. It's just gross. Yeah. Wet. It's like all them spiders and snakes and like alligators and God, whatever, man. Like it's like my worst nightmare. It's terrible. <laughs> so humid. <laughs> like you don't know huh. what you you don't know. Yeah. I thought it was humid coming to Tennessee, but I, like I just imagine time. going down there and it's Ugh. like it's like instant swamp ass. You step outside of your your vehicle. Ugh. Have yeah. we established whether we can cuss on this show a little bit? I don't care. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I honestly do think that, I mean, if he lives in the swamps, he's got to hide out. I mean, there are two big predators down there in the swamps and I don't care what anybody says. Pythons are a big problem in, in, yeah. um, in Florida now. And that was like a, that was something that humans introduced. Exactly. But there's just as prevalent and just as much of a problem as yeah, alligators it's now. It's a huge problem there. Cause people were just letting their snakes go. It's like go, the perfect became, habitat for oh them. Oh my God. Yeah. It, 
it's absolutely the perfect habitat for them yeah so i would i think that they've evolved a way to avoid being into in i mean i guess a snake could get up there but that python um uh, infestation is much more recent relatively recent yeah it's not like something that's been there for a long time and They've even, had snakes, but yeah. not like these giant. And and even a python is not typically an animal that can take down something relatively the size of a human being. Right. Um, you're talking about... They get about, huge. They get huge. Oh, and oh, if they, they wanted to, they could squeeze the shit out of people. But well, like, yeah. yeah. But they're typically not an, an animal that is known for taking down right. a human being. So I don't see that being a big, a big predator for them. Right. Um, but I do see that an alligator is... It doesn't want to swim down around in the in the swamp with those alligators and no. snakes and stuff it can't see. It's up in the trees. Right. So tell me about um, tell me about the the little ones in was it oh. Indonesia. Oh, the orang pendek. Yeah. So the orang pendek is native to what I believe is Indonesia, and Mike's checking right now. Yeah, yeah, it's Indonesian for short person. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, look, your your tell me about the little people was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So the orang pendek, Indonesian for short person, is the most common name given to a cryptid, a crypto cryptozoological cryptozoological animal that reportedly inhabits remote mountainous forests on the island of Sumatra. Yeah. Uh, it says this animal has allegedly been seen and documented for at least 100 years by forest tribes, local villagers, Dutch colonists, and Western scientists and travelers consensus among witnesses is that the animal is a ground-dwelling bipedal primate and is covered in short fur and stands between 800 and 150 centimeters uh, that is 30 to 60 inches tall so yeah that's interesting i i'd never heard of uh, this before for some reason so so the interesting part about it to me is that shortly uh, a very short time ago we discovered what some people referred to as fossilized remains of a very small humanoid creature mm-hmm. in a very similar situation in a very similar area i think it was also found in indonesia hmm. homo florensius yeah uh, yeah Florence yeah yeah i've heard of that for sure yeah nicknamed the hobbit is an yeah, extinct species of genus homo remains of an individual that would have stood about 1.1 meters tall or 3.7 inches high, or 3 feet 7 inches high were discovered in 2003 in Indonesia. Hmm. Now, didn't we just say that these little guys were called the little people? Yeah, well, um that is their name is short people in Indonesia. Short people. Does it define how tall they were again? Yeah, they were 30 to 60 inches tall. What is 30 to 60 inches? Is that somewhere in the range of three feet? Yeah, well, like, um, three feet is, what, 36 inches. So, oh! Yeah. Um, are we sure it's a fossil? I'm just connecting some dots here. Um, well, no, I, I didn't read anything about a fossil, rather just... Uh, no, I mean, you, you, you're telling me that they're native people... Have found, um, or this was just bel- what they had reports reported. reported this is on their Wikipedia. Page. A character or a, a small humanoid creature around thirty-six inches tall, mm-hmm. and this is a 
small humanoid creature, uh, a fossil of a small humanoid creature around 36 inches tall. There you go. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, say I answered a question here, but I think I might have answered a question here. I mean, possibly, you know, it's totally possible. I mean, it, I guess it depends on what the uh, what the fossil looks like. Cause and this has also only been um, documented for the last hundred years or so by tribes well, and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's true. But it's not to say that they're not related in some sort of way. Just like some very small primate of some kind you know mm-hmm. um so it kind of reminds me of the this the this uh legend of these little people in alaska uh-huh. and we'll, we'll save that for another episode i can't exactly remember what they're called right now but um but essentially they're kind of like little gnomes or whatever um mm-hmm. that uh that live uh in the forest and in the mountainsides and stuff and they have little little houses and stuff in the mountains i think you know, in the in the hillsides and things, mm-hmm. and um, I think I believe it's an Eskimo uh, legend. Okay. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll do another episode on that. But either way, it just kind of reminded me of that. I want to get off the topic of uh, primates, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 uh, primate crypt- cryptids and whatnot. But um, no, it's it's really interesting to hear so many different representations of some sort of ape, and when you really think about it, it's how is it so strange for there to be an, a large North American ape? For there to it's be not strange at all. For there to be some sort of ape in Indonesia? Oh come on! Like really? There's like 17 apes in Indonesia. <laughs> right. Like, right. Don't quote me. I'm not a scientist. Please There's, don't burn me at at the stake. <laughs> Please. It's possible. You know, there is so many types of primates in the world. Mm-hmm. You know. So many. Why is it so hard to believe for people mm-hmm. that there is possibly one that was adapted to the North American climate? Mm-hmm. Is very elusive, smart enough to stay away from humans, mm-hmm. and is very rare. You know, it's not that hard to imagine. There's so much undiscovered wilderness in the world. It is unbelievable. I don't remember exactly what it is, but there's a lot. We we people think that we've seen every bit of the earth we haven't there's a lot of undiscovered territory on the earth Mm -hmm. and to think that we know of all kinds uh, you know of all types of creatures and all types of species of animals and things that's just stupid Mm -hmm. so like why is it so hard for people to try and you know to to just believe in the possibility yeah, and that's where I I fall. You know, yeah, believe in the possibility because it's totally it, possible. This is whether or not I possible. believe every sighting that's out there. I don't. Oh man, I a lot really of them are don't. bogus. A lot, a of, them lot of them are so BS. Yeah, I mean, there's a story of a guy that shot a Bigfoot, felt bad because he shot the Bigfoot and it was dying, and then and then finally brought in some hair to um to get yeah. and, and it was totally BS, completely. Like you would have brought the whole damn thing. Uh, yeah. I don't care. I don't care how human it looks. Yeah. If I've shot a Bigfoot, and I know I've shot a Bigfoot, yeah, I'm bringing in the I'm Bigfoot. That guy in. I'm bringing him in. Yeah, I'm taking it to the first university, the first scientist that I can figure out. You know, mm-hmm. who, I'm actually dropping by your house first. Yeah, I'm well, be like, check should. out this Bigfoot that yeah, I saw. We'll, we'll get. <laughs> We'll get in and it'll just be like strung out in the back seat and be like, we gotta go, we gotta <laughs> go now. And uh, an interesting thing about us is is we. Um, 
we live here in Tennessee, Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, but we're both from Idaho. Are you originally from Idaho? Uh, or from yes. Washington? Well, maybe? I spent quite a bit of I, I grew up in Washington. I spent quite a bit of time in Western Washington. Okay. Right in big in the big yeah, foot right capital in the big of the foot world. Big foot capital of the world. Yeah. Um, but one of the really cool things is that in Pocatello also has its own um, legitimate Bigfoot sighting. Pocatello, Idaho, mm-hmm. um, is the University of Idaho, or no, Idaho State University. And there's a professor there that's like one of the only the most prof- well, one yeah. of the most well-renowned professors in the world who works there. So it's it's pretty mm-hmm. interesting, you know. Just yeah. you know that we have so many ties just at home yeah. you know with that and then um but yeah obviously up there in washington i mean mm-hmm. yeah hundreds of yeah. sightings and and it's really it's really hard for me because you know even my wife's like bigfoot isn't real there's no yeah. way bigfoot is real yeah and i'm just like i think you're not giving enough credit to evolution right um and that's a they could evolve mm-hmm. we evolved yeah and if they're even half as smart as we are they know what they're doing. Right. Well, even, you know, even they just need to be a little smart, just a little, but mm-hmm. still be in touch with all their primitive instincts that all the animals have out there in the forest, then... And they're smarter than us in the wild, 100%. Because of those primitive instincts. Yeah. So it's, you know... Look at Wolverine. That's how they stay... Away. Exactly. Look at Wolverine. <laughs> I guess. I mean... <laughs> Sorry, but um, tangent. My bad. <laughs> but um, so I mean, it's it's not that hard to ch- to to imagine that um, with all of those those factors uh, in play that that something like that is possible and something like that, like mm-hmm. out there is existing and roaming around and just staying clear the hell away from all of us mm-hmm. stupid, weird looking, bald apes. I- exactly. <laughs> now. I am a firm believer that, like I said earlier, I think that he's that there is a Sasquatch aware of our presence yeah. at all times when we're in the woods. Hell yeah. Um, when yeah. we're in their territory, they're aware of us. Mm-hmm. Now, I mentioned earlier that... I'm about sure their the, hearing is just like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And I I mentioned earlier that about the my thought process on all these disappearances. Mm-hmm. Um if an adult male is in the woods and we see a Sasquatch, I think that that's a, me- that's a situation where the Sasquatch immediately knows that mm-hmm. they are in an imminent danger because we could be carrying a-, a gun or a weapon that could seriously hurt them. And they, they know that. Um, and that's why you never hear very many situations where a Sasquatch doesn't surprise you when or doesn't surprise the person being attacked Mm -hmm. now if there are a few situations where somebody was attacked and and they were surprised by a sasquatch um i believe that many of those are people are those people that just disappear they're never seen from again right because that could be so many factors and we can't just jump straight to the conclusion that it was bigfoot or something Well, i don't think it's all bigfoot yeah but I like to jump to conclusions. Yeah, and that's a fun I, one to I jump, have a to. jump to. I, I would have love a jump to jump to that conclusion. Matt, it says Bigfoot, and I jump to that one all the time. You should bring that over. Okay, perfect. We will. We're okay. Gonna... Um. <laughs> so proud of myself yeah. for that one. <laughs> yeah, <it's good. laughs> 
But anyways, you know, I think the point that we're just trying to get across is that, um, is that it's just straight up ridiculous to completely discount the existence. And, and that's what we're hoping, that you leave here at least feeling that there's a chance that Bigfoot exists. Not that, not that you necessarily believe in him. Right. I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, but I can't discount the fact that they that it's a possibility. Right, right. That's the way we should we should be living our lives, you know. I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion, and I think that's one of you know um, one of the big things that we'll be stressing on this podcast is that you have, know just have an open embrace mind. yeah have an open mind and just embrace the possibility of something like that you know um, something that's just not regular you know and it isn't you know it's beyond the terrestrial it's out of this world you know out of this world you know to think about you know mm-hmm. if it's not literally out of this world like aliens or, or or whatever um or parallel dimensions and things like that just out of this world to even think about you know um mm-hmm. just the possible existence of little people you know or <laughs> you know of bigfoot or yeti getting together and sharing a beer and talking about all the people that they scared because it's just fun absolutely (laughs) the little people are serving them they they treat them like crap because they're smaller than everybody else (laughs) bring me more grapes you know (laughs) (laughs) little children fingers you know come hither uh, baby fingers yeah and stop (laughs) and stop freaking taking all this shit so seriously you know it's like just enjoy like how weird and crazy the world can be and you know embrace that and like wonder about shit you know wonder about things when did we stop embracing the weird i mean right when did magic stop being magic right i mean there was there was like there was wizards back in the day like merlin was a an actual dude exactly now granted (laughs) he was probably crazy everybody probably thought he was crazy but like he probably was completely nuts yeah but um but yeah i feel like in culture nowadays uh we're so kind of dumbed down um on the broad scale to uh using our imagination for one but uh you know just embracing the possibility of something that we don't see every single day because all we see is roads and cars (laughs) we go to work we talk on our phones all we see is technology you know and who are the people that are mostly seeing all of the Bigfoot uh, and Sasquatch sightings. The people who are back out in the woods, they're hunters mostly, you know, mm-hmm. people that are just constantly out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that are seeing it, you know? So like the people, you don't, you don't see those the people, people that are most all, in tune with our world are the ones that are seeing it. And we're calling them crazy. And we're the ones calling them crazy. You know, like, you know, you don't almost every single time you talk to somebody who's like a big outdoorsman or whatnot, almost always they believe in bigfoot almost always or they believe there's something out there that they can't explain right whether or not they think oh it's It's definitely bigfoot Bigfoot. um that's not what i'm even trying to say right i'm just saying there's something out there that's unexplainable Mm -hmm. what's picking up these children and carrying them 15 miles right and just dropping them off and just dropping them off keeping them warm overnight because they're child's cold yeah you ain't gonna see a bear doing that and they took all of its clothes for some reason (laughs) it's like you know he's probably thinking get all get all that 
crap off of you. Like, what are you, what are you doing? How do you, how do you, you live? Where's, how do you, all, where's all your hair? Get a where's crap your fur? off of you. Where's your fur? Like, why don't you just get over here? It's cold out. You know, you're going to freeze to death. You know? Damn kids need to get off my lawn. Yeah. Get off my lawn. And then the, and then some, some big pompous, you know, dude comes around and he's like, I'm going to mess you up, pal. And just beats the shit out of him. You know? Because he's like, now you're in my territory, pal. You know? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, either way, um, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, all these guys, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and I, I think give that them a they're chance. real. Give Squatch a chance. I also think that they're interdimensional beings. Of course they are. It's the most logical thing. It's sense. the most logical thing. Or interprogrammable beings. You think so? Well... Very well, could be. It's a callback to our last episode of Simulation Theory. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. But, um, anyways, I think we're going to wrap it up. But um, we have a Patreon page, so check that out. Um, as well as a Facebook page, we're going to start getting Beyond all... Terrestrial Podcast at Patreon, something like that. It's something like that. Find us on Patreon. We'll, we'll put a link down there. Um, we're at Beyond Terrestrial Podcast on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Beyond Terrestrial. Uh, we're going to be getting Instagram going. Probably not Twitter because that shit's stupid. Um, I can't say things in 1,200 words or less or whatever they is. Yeah. 122 characters or something. Whatever it is. I don't know. Twitter's stupid. But um, <laughs> we're going to uh, get sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twitter sucks. They're bringing, you know, anyways. Um, Illuminati and Twitter is the devil. Yeah. We'll get into that too. That's actually a full subject. Um, but uh, I guess that's it um, thanks for listening Lee you have anything else no I got nothing thanks for listening guys I really enjoyed these talks with Mike and our listeners have a fun time see ya bye It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.